Welcome to episode 93 of Monday State of Mind. My name is Michael Mazel, and I am the Director of Alumni and Recovery Support Services for the Harmony Foundation. Second month of 2022 coming in hot, and oh baby, it's a hot topic for this month. We are in February, and what do you know, it's the shortest month of 2022. So something to celebrate, right? You got to celebrate the small things. So what are we talking about for February, Monday state of mind? Okay, this is what we're talking about. Dating in sobriety. What a hot slash uncomfortable slash weird topic. I know, but hey, on Monday state of mind, it is my goal to cover like literally all aspects of recovery so that we can provide tips and tricks to be able to help your state of mind with any subject work for you and not against you. And let's be real, ladies and gents, dating in sobriety is a topic. And it's something that a lot of us really, let's be real, don't even know how to approach, especially when the rule book says don't touch it with the hottest cast iron thing ever in your first year of recovery, right? Like that is a thing. So let's dive in. We're going to talk about what we can do to build your confidence with dating and sobriety and having, you know, different tips and tricks and squashing stories. And the guests that I have lined up for you guys for this topic are like, amazing. It's just going to be a wild ride. So Get ready for this, you guys. Here we go. Where do we start with dating in sobriety? Let's talk about the old stories that I'm sure a lot of us had coming into sobriety when it comes to dating. I will actually take a couple steps back. Pre-sobriety, when I would date, I would get into relationships, I would date. I used to mold myself to men to be what I thought they wanted me to be. And that was exhausting. I always, just to get the guy or wanting the guy to like me, I would lose a part of myself because I thought that's what needed to happen to obtain a relationship is like, oh, well, you got to lose a part of yourself. And that totally sucks, right? Like feeling like you have to mold or be a certain way to have that person or to date. Ew, gross. I'll also add the caveat that when I got sober, I realized I wanted to get all of me back. And the last thing I was willing to do was to give up a part of me like I did before pre-recovery to be able to gain a partner, right? To be able to date. I was not about to lose a part of myself because I had lost a part of myself basically my whole life. And so I was like, then what does that look like for Michael? Is it over? Is dating over? Let me tell you, it is far from over. Get excited because let's talk about this. I had to get over the stories that I was wedded to getting sober when it came to dating. 
the stories that I was wedded to when I got sober and I was thinking about dating was that, oh, I have to have booze in me to lighten the mood so that I don't stumble over my words or they don't think that I'm weird. I thought that like I had to have it. I thought booze was a a staple to go on that first date to break the ice. If I have a drink in my hand, it's going to be okay. But I'm here to tell you that story is wrong. That is what society loves to impose on us and to advertise. Like in order to date and have a great time, you have to have that drink in your hand and you're smiling and laughing and giggling. And oh my God, that's so not true for us people in recovery. I realized right then and there that I had to rewrite the story I was telling myself about dating. And that is when it became fun for me and worth my time. I'm here to tell you guys that dating honestly is so much better sober. And what I figured out too about dating and recovery is that you don't just have to go on night dates. Like I thought that that was just what you did when you went on a date. It was like, oh, dinner and a movie, dinner and freaking mini golf, just dinner, or we're going to go to the bar and meet. And can I just tell you how boring that is? I'm, I'm just going to say it like that's freaking boring. In sobriety, obviously before I met my husband, because yes, I'm married now, I created and chose like to do day dates. Day dates are amazing. And they set me up for success to be able to actually get to know people and to not have be in an atmosphere where there was booze. I would meet guys to do hikes. We would go on hikes. We would go on walks. We would do daytime coffee. I did everything possible to eliminate the desire to drink or to be around it. And that, you guys, is where I was like, okay, who is really going to be man enough to show up without a social lubricant? Who is really comfortable in their skin? Because that's what I sought. And I still seek, obviously, with my husband is I wanted to date people that didn't need that lubricant. What I also realized is because, like I said earlier, I never wanted to lose a part of myself in recovery because I lost myself forever. I was always upfront with people about not drinking because that is a big part of who I am. I was straight up like, listen, I don't drink. And if I saw them get squirrely or they were like, "Ooh," I was like, dude, cool. Like, not for me. I want you all to get so comfortable and confident with who you are in recovery because it takes so much confidence and courage and ownership of self to be where we are at. So don't play down the fact that you don't drink. You want to be dating and around people that are like, heck yeah, or that don't make it a big deal. I want to tell you guys that if you can't be honest with who you are, then you really have no business dating because you have to be able to give that person an honest energy exchange. Like if you're not ready to be honest about the fact that you don't drink and that you're in recovery or you can't just keep it at you don't drink, then don't date. Relax and take a deep breath. There's no time frame on when you should start dating in recovery other than don't date right when you get in recovery because you're figuring out who you are. Honesty is a big thing. And I think that's hard for us. And I can tell you, it was really hard for me because I felt that if people actually knew who Michael 
was that they wouldn't want to be around me. And it's a scary thought, but I was like, I don't want to be anybody, but who Michael Mazel is or who Michael Arnold was, you know, made a name pre-marriage. And that's when like, again, dating got fun. So let's kind of like, look back at this, make sure when you are dating in sobriety, squash any beliefs you might have had that you have to drink, that it has to be at dinner at a bar because it doesn't. Dating can look like whatever you want it to look like because I always say when you go on a date and that's why I chose to do hikes and walks and coffee because those are things I genuinely enjoy and love doing. So I want to date somebody that genuinely likes doing those things. You get to write your story for how you show up to date. You get to choose. Life is short. And that's the other thing I realized. I'm not going to sit there and waste my time dating somebody just because I feel I need to fill a soul hole. Because if I'm looking externally and trying to date to fill a soul hole, then I haven't fully healed. And so now when I, now, well, when I finally got healed, shall I say, and where I'm, it's always a process, but when I chose to start dating, it was because I loved myself and I know that sounds cheesy, but it's so true. When I knew I was ready was when I knew that whoever I was going to date, even if the date totally sucked, but I was going to be dating because it was going to add to who Michael Mazel already was becoming. And it wasn't going to make Michael Mazel, Michael Mazel. That is a big deal. Do the work on yourself first. Don't go into dating as a distraction from working on yourself because when you love yourself enough and you get so clear on who you want in your life, the energy exchange that you want, it actually is a fun thing to do until you find that person, that partner that you really want to spend maybe your life with or a significant amount of time with. I want you guys to smile listening to this, being like, it's okay to feel weird and to be awkward because we are, we're humans. We're not going to be perfect and we're going to be awkward. And the right person that you're supposed to date is the person that really is going to embrace all of you. So I hope that you can leave here evaluating. I'm like, I'm giving you some freaking homework on this episode. So if you are in like dating mode right now, ask yourself, are you losing a part of yourself to date somebody? And if you are, stop it. Ask yourself, what are the stories you are telling yourself that are maybe preventing you from having really awesome dates or that you feel that there are these unspoken expectations? Because listen, there are no expectations. You get to choose. And if you aren't dating yet, Ask yourself why, like if you're ready, but you're scared, ask yourself why. I'm here to tell you, you have nothing to be afraid of. The sexiest thing you can do is show up as yourself. It is so not sexy when you're trying to be somebody that you're not. You did that for way too long before you got sober. So own exactly who you are because then you're going to attract that right person. And I'm here to tell you that is what happened for me, I chose to show up as exactly who Michael is. And that is how my sweet, like my poor husband, I'm just kidding. My sweet, amazing husband, Jesse, 
found me and was attracted and is attracted to me because he loves me for all that I am. And you guys, I didn't change a thing about who I was or am to be with him. And that is amazing. And that person exists for you. Like, I want you to know that. And I want you to believe it to your core, because if you don't believe it, yeah, it's not going to happen. You have to have that faith. Just like recovery teaches us, we have to have faith. We have to trust the process. And when we're willing to have faith and to trust the process and to show up as exactly who we are, we will be presented with opportunities that we never thought were possible. Seriously, like I'm, I'm telling you because I've lived it and I want this for you. So that's what I got to kick off February dating in sobriety. And it's beautiful and it's fun. And I can't wait for you guys to continue to tune in this month to check out what our guests have to say about this. Just get excited about the fact that now in sobriety, like you don't have to lose a part of yourself. You get to be exactly who you are. (sighs) What a day. What an episode. (sighs) That's all I got. Now go do that homework I just told you to do. All right. And watch magic happen for your state of mind. Drop the mic. I want to go ahead and end this episode by reminding you that if you or someone you know is struggling with addiction, please call the Harmony Foundation at 866-686-7867. Recovery is a journey and Harmony gives you the map. All right, you guys, I'll see you next week.